With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Not all ghosts are scary. Picture this. You are hired for a cleaning job. You're going there with a sister, sibling of yours, and you're doing the job. And then a ball bounces around and you hear some giggling and you hear some laughing. And sometimes stuffed animals are found in places and sometimes strange things are thrown into the toilet. (laughs) And typical things that a child might do to get your attention or to be rambunctious and You know, just what kids do. But that's all it ever stays as. Just a lot of things that kids do. Nothing malicious. Can you make peace with that? Our next story. That's what one pair of siblings try to do. With what seems to be the siblings that are haunting the home. Take a listen. Where do ghosts go? Do they take naps, walks, vacations? That's what I was asking myself when I would go to the haunted house week after week, month after month, without a visit from my friend. Occasionally, I'd hear the occasional door slam somewhere off in the distance, or I'd pick up that rubber ball that would find its way to a new location in the house. I could tell immediately when I would arrive at the house each week that my buddy was not in residence. I even started asking my sister, CJ, who helps me at the house every other week, if she had noticed anything. Nope, nothing. That had been her answer to the whole thing. When I was seeing full-bodied apparitions and being locked out of the house, as well as hearing voices, she noticed nothing. Well, something got her attention. It was pouring the day we went to clean the house. Lightning flashed, thunder boomed, and as I pulled into the driveway, I saw the blinds move in one of the upstairs bedrooms. Looks like it's going to be an eventful day. We dashed in with all our supplies, and I immediately felt the difference in the house and knew my friend was back. CJ cleans the upstairs, and I cleaned the main floor when we were together. We shared the basement. I know what you're thinking. Send your poor sister upstairs to be scared. The real reason is because she does not do a particularly good job on the hardwood floors downstairs. Besides, she says there's nothing spooky going on anyway. So, I started in the kitchen and I could hear CJ grumbling about something as she came back down the steps. What's wrong, I asked. She proceeded to tell me that the upstairs master looked like a campground. There were tents and sleeping bags laid out all over the room. Really? I say to the ghost, are you scaring the children again? CJ looked at me and says, you're goofy. And she went back upstairs. I continued my routine. I finished the kitchen and started in the powder room. I heard a rustling in my cleaning bag behind me. I turned to look and I saw my roll of paper towels unraveling across the kitchen floor. 
I stepped closer to get a better look and I heard a scream coming from upstairs. I rushed to the steps and took them two at a time and yelled, what's wrong? I got to the top and CJ was standing there as white as a sheet and says, something whacked me on the head. I looked at her with disbelief. She told me she was in the bathroom and she was talking to herself saying, what a mess these kids made of the sink. She went to pick up something off the floor and as she straightened up, something whacked her on the head. She said it felt like a baseball. Now I was confused. Well, someone was rolling my paper towels across the floor downstairs. Someone else was whacking my sister on the head with a baseball. I looked down and there was a stuffed animal toy lying on the floor, a duck. I asked, is this what hit you? She said, where the hell did that come from? Then she said, maybe. I said, that's a far cry from a baseball. She was quite agitated. I cannot help it. I started laughing, laughing until I cried. Finally, I pulled myself up off the floor, got as composed as I could and said, welcome to my world. She, as any loving sister would do, flips me the bird. My sister is as tough as nails. She's a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. She'd rip me to shreds and she'd lay down her life to protect me. That day I saw her as a little girl frightened by the boogeyman. She would no longer go upstairs into the house by herself. Wherever my ghost had been hiding all those months, he must have liked it very much because he was at the house almost every week after that day. At least I thought he was. It was my day to clean the house alone. I arrived at the house and once again, my key would not unlock the door. I heard a child's giggle from inside. Oh, I guess the kids are home today. I turned the knob on the door and it opened. I called out, hello. As I did the alarm, started beeping. I hurried and put the coat in before it went off. I guess the kids are not home. Weird. As I walked in the kitchen, I heard a ball bouncing in the foyer. I walked down to investigate and saw that rubber ball roll into the piano room. I walked over and once again felt the freezing air. Whew. I could see my breath. I looked around with a rubber ball in my head and say, What's up with this rubber ball? Do you like it because it has a picture of a puppy on it? Did you have a puppy like this? Nothing. No answer. I got to work. Got into the powder room to use it and I shut the door. I immediately heard a conversation going on. It sounded like a man and a woman and it was continuous, although I could not make out what they were saying. I opened the door and it stopped. Closed the door and it started. I listened closely. And the voices were coming from the sink drain. Hmm, the basement? I dashed into the basement door, got halfway down the steps. I couldn't hear anything. I thought of every horror movie that I've ever seen with a dumb blonde decides to go down into the dark basement to meet her demise. No way. Not this blonde. See ya. I dashed up the steps back to the powder room and shut the door. I could no longer hear the conversation. I did notice that my roll of paper towels was in the toilet. Give me a break. Yuck. Did you know that a roll of bounty paper towels can absorb about 15 pounds of water? It's true. The following week, my sister and I went to the house. My sister was wearing two gaudy chains with crosses around her neck. She found it in a estate sale. She walked into the house and announced to anyone listening, We're here to clean this house. You are not allowed to harass us, hurt us, no touching. We cleaned the house together since she would not go off on her own. It takes us twice as long. Packing up all her stuff. I was loading the car, which was parked two feet from the door. We enter and exit. CJ was in the kitchen about ten feet from the door. I heard a voice. And as I say what, 
I turned and saw a boy, about six or seven years old, run into the doorway to the laundry room, which is between where my sister was standing and where I was. I gasped and looked at her. By the look of her astonishment on her face, she saw him too. We both ran into the laundry room door and he was gone. But the clothes in the line were swinging from him brushing with him on his way. We stood there in complete silence. My sister broke her silence by saying, Wow. The drive home was silent. CJ called me that night and we discussed what happened. She's incredibly sad because it's a little boy and she wants to know why he's here. Where are his parents? How could they leave him behind? Is the man I saw his father? Many people ask me if I've talked to the owners about this. I've dropped a few suggestions of some weird things happening, but I don't want to scare them. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. I'm sure the kids have noticed things, but then again, they may just blame each other. I've gone there when the girls are home and they seem great. They're extremely outgoing, friendly, and smart. These ghosts are not harmful and do seem to like this home. My feelings are that they like the family. Maybe it's what they lost and just want to be part of it again. When we go there now, there's no fear. I dance and sing while I'm cleaning because I know the little one is entertained by it. I can hear him giggle occasionally. He follows me here and there and sometimes he'll pull on my shirt to get my attention. The ball still bounces around the house as well as some of the other toys he seems fascinated by. The best thing is the day I had to use the toilet and told him he was not allowed to come in. I shut the door and he gently knocked on the door the whole time I was in there. It's way past my bedtime and now I have a ghost in my own house to contend with. I'll save that for another day. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcast right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.